Yeah, I've always just been kind of like telling myself that it's okay to rest. I mean, it sounds like such a simple phrase and such a simple thing to practice. But in reality, I mean, we all know that it's it's tough. Coming up fall 2020, you know, like it was rainy, school was starting back up. We were kind of all in this weird purgatory of like not being able to do the fun social things and see the people we love, but we still were expected to like go back to work and like go to school. And so I started just like making merch for my friends. I had like a lot of friends start to post on social media. All of a sudden, like more and more people who I didn't know started to kind of gain interest and like ask me about launches and. Hello and welcome back to the Well Now It podcast. I'm your host, Savannah. Today's guest is Claire Hacker. Claire is the founder of Okay to Rest, and Okay to Rest is a clothing company and accessory company that really emphasizes the importance of resting and taking time to heal yourself and replenish your soul. Claire is probably the most sweetest person yet that I've had on the podcast. She is so genuine. And we talk about a range of different topics. We started by talking about Claire's love for psychology and her current undergrad degree and how she tries to blend that with Okay to Rest, how she got started. Uh, It was originally more of like a project for that she would make for her friends and now it's just blown up. We also heavily discuss mental health, uh, disordered eating, both our backgrounds and dance and how that influenced us today. She also goes into detail about how she, you know, kind of learned how to be an entrepreneur on the job, how she found a manufacturer, how much her friends and family have supported her. And then we end the episode with some fun rapid fire questions like what her dream collaboration would be with Okay to Rest, your favorite travel spot. And then I'm pretty sure we end the episode talking about the Twilight soundtrack, um, which is very on brand for me. (laughs) So no big surprise there, but this was such a lovely conversation. So I hope you enjoy. I'm joined with the lovely Claire Hacker. Claire is currently a psychology student with a current focus in trauma healing. She's also the founder of the up and coming clothing brand, Okay to Rest. And if you're from Vancouver especially, you've definitely seen her Instagram. She creates the comfiest and most stylish sweatsuits and accessories. She started with the belief that no one should ever feel guilty when resting their mind, body, or soul. Thank you, Claire, so much for coming on. I absolutely love her mission with the company and I really can't wait to see her grow in the future. It's probably only been a year. So thank you for coming on. I know this is your first podcast ever, so I'm so honored to interview you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored for you to, to think of me. Of course. So as I mentioned, you know, you're a psychology student. Um, is this something that you've always wanted to study? What interested you the most about it? And um, yeah, and I guess, do you mind just walking the audience a little bit before like your childhood and adolescent years? What led you up to um, now? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I'm currently in my third year here at SFU. Um, I mean, I didn't always think that I was going to be here studying psych like university in general wasn't always like the most realistic plan for me but psychology in general has always been something quite close to home yeah I dealt with mental illness for like a big chunk of my life when I was 14 I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety as well as disordered eating so years of experience like on and off medication with hospitalization and therapists it's definitely something that's like always been a large part of my life so yeah I definitely have like an interesting take on psych um especially like adolescent psychology is something that I've really been drawn to 
just yeah my own struggle as a teen has been like a really big motivator for everything that I've wanted to learn and my drive Mm -hmm. for this education and um yeah I'm not quite sure who said it but I always say like be the person your younger self needed at like the Mm -hmm. times you needed the most and just like I think like with from my own experiences um psychology is definitely the big thing that I'm drawn to for sure yeah no no I completely understand thank you for sharing that is it something that you're still super passionate about like now that you're becoming like an entrepreneur do you see yourself pursuing something more in psychology maybe continuing down the route with okay to rest or what are your thoughts around there yeah honestly like it's still a question I ask myself all the time like I've definitely been looking for opportunities to be able to fuse the two because they're both things that I'm clearly quite interested in and I hope one day that oh okay to rest can be more than just March I hope it is a little bit more Mm -hmm. than just March already but it's definitely something I want to figure out I mean I've always looked into like counseling and like adolescent therapy and that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff but there's a way to like keep the two up together it'd be it'd be really awesome yeah so do you mind walking everyone around the idea of how you started okay to rest and was it the name that came first or how did the concept come about yeah um so I grew up dancing I started dance when I was three and then I began like competitive full-time kind of hardcore dance when I was 10 up until I was about 15 um and dance really shaped my mindset on a lot of things um it really set the tone for the way I navigated in my life you know the idea like if you're not up doing something working your body sweating like you're not being productive and you're being lazy and you just got to keep like quote-unquote grinding (laughs) in order to feel productive and that yeah just that super fun like constant internal battle with yourself and what you're doing and this whole mindset really unfortunately like bled into my own personal body image with like a lot of dancers can really affect you that way and like your habits and the way you view things and the way you view yourself and it wasn't really till the pandemic hit last year that I've been really forced to like sit back and kind of do nothing just like the rest of the world so much stopped and it was tough but like I quickly realized how good I started to feel overall just like being able to slow down and kind of not have to be constantly out doing stuff and I've yeah I've always just been kind of like telling myself that it's okay to rest I mean it sounds like such a simple phrase and such a simple thing to practice but in reality I mean we all know that it's it's tough yeah so it's always just kind of been a phrase that I kept in the back of my mind and then coming up fall 2020 you know like it was rainy school was starting back up we were kind of all in this weird purgatory of like not being able to do the fun social things and see the people we love but we still were expected to like go back to work and like go to school and so I started just like making merch for my friends and um when I got the merch back I had like a lot of friends start to post on social media so I like took this weird like mood board Instagram account I had from like a few months prior and started posting some of the images of the pieces and then all of a sudden like more and more people who I didn't know started to kind of gain interest and like ask me about launches and stuff like that so I decided to do just a limited kind of pre-sale run of about 100 crew necks before Christmas and they sold out (laughs) and then yeah and then the more people started to post the more there was a demand and it's just yeah it still doesn't really feel like a business it still feels Mm -hmm. like 
I'm just like making merch for my friends, but <laughs> which essentially is what it is. So it's just like yes. a little bit of a larger scale, but it's, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting thing. So I was a dancer as well. And my listeners are probably like, Savannah, shut up about dance. We get it. <laughs> no. But <laughs> yeah, I was like, I did the same thing. I started when I was three. And then I danced intensively, like my whole teenage years until like 17, 18, whatever was all dance, like ballet intensive. Um, And I struggled as well with an eating disorder and disordered eating, probably like after effects of dance. And, you know, and I had a podcast episode with a friend of mine, Nat, who did um, who danced as well. And we just talked about the repercussions of, you know, being in dance and like some of the things that would happen about that. So I completely resonate with you. I, I understand that. So yeah, but it's interesting. Okay to rest. That phrase is so simple, but it's something that we all need to do. And this past year, for sure, for me was a time because I was the kind, the kind of person that was like, I need to grind, I need to hustle. If I was just like resting, I felt so guilty. And I'm like, I should be working on something. And yeah, just through this podcast and through the pandemic and talking to people, lovely people like you, I've just kind of realized like, it's okay to just, you know, take time for yourself to mm-hmm. recharge and not to feel guilty. So Thank you for sharing that because I completely resonate with you. And I, as I said, I love the mission of OK to Rest. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, coming back to dancing too, is so interesting. When I was in it, I didn't really realize. And now mm-hmm. talking to so many people who have been through such similar things, you realize like what a collective experience it was and how normalized almost it was. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just with all the, it's basically just a breeding ground for like the image and exactly it's just everything yeah it's exactly and you and you don't know any better because you know you're like a teenager 15 16 and I like at the time I had no idea until later on like you talk about some of the things like what my dance teachers would say and what you should eat and look like and you're like oh this is really toxic this is not good (laughs) yeah like that phrase I'm sure you heard it too like I think I was like four when I heard that I don't want to see your lunch phrase in ballet about Mm -hmm. posture yes yes and how that and everyone around you is so used to it so you don't Mm -hmm. see anything else about it you're just kind of like this is what it is it's normal like Mm -hmm. I did um for my first year I did a project on just like a research paper on the use of like mirrors in dance classes and how Mm -hmm. really like unless you're a beginner like needing to look directly at your teacher mirrors are Mm. pretty useless yes yes (laughs) they're often just like a tool that will just make you compare yourself to the other people in the class and it's a pretty wild concept that's just very yeah it is (laughs) <laughs> it is. And like, even like, I could go on a tangent about this. So I'll, I'll stop pretty quickly. But pretty much like, even just like looking in the mirror, my teacher would be like, okay, like you're holding some sort of bottom or like your leg up or something. Okay, like what's wrong with you? Like pick out every single part. And then you're like, okay. But yeah, it's, it's not good. But anyways. Yeah, but yeah, definitely like important mm-hmm. part of important piece of the puzzle to kind of look back at and realize like, mm-hmm why we may think the way we think a hundred percent yeah so going back to okay to rest and launching a business being an entrepreneur so you did it for your friends and then how did you learn how to like find a manufacturer how to scale the business because orders just came in like how did you figure that out I just wanted to pop in and to thank this week's sponsor, MYK Silk, also known as My Kind of Silk. And you guessed it, they sell silk products. So that ranges from hair scrunchies, pajamas, pillowcases, and eye masks. 
And I particularly really enjoy their eye masks and pillowcases. So if you know me, I can't sleep well without an eye mask. The light just really bothers me. And this silky one feels so smooth and so comfortable, as well as the pillowcase. I just like I wake up and I don't have crinkles all over my face and my hair is not all messed up and it's super smooth. So if you want to try one out for yourself and you want a discount code, Feel free to use the Well Now What Podcast 15 for 15% off at your purchases for MYK Silk. And I'll put all the links in the show notes if you're interested in checking them out. Now back to the episode. Yeah. So obviously I had like no knowledge of mm-hmm. where to manufacture, where who to look out for, mm-hmm. how to like reach out to people. I still like I'm still learning that <laughs> every day because it's so new. But I started with like just the very basic like champion crew necks. Um but I knew if I was to ever go like larger scale, I needed to make sure sustainability and ethics were like at the top of my priority list because it'd be mm-hmm. so ironic of a company promoting rest and wellness to <laughs> like profit off of sweatshops mm-hmm. and all the awful things that come with them. Um, so I found a really great uh, company based out of California with 100% US grown cotton that I'm, I've been super happy with. But definitely one day I'd love to be able to start manufacturing here and being able to really um, do what I want, the colors I want, and know mm-hmm. everything that's going on. But I mean, that's that's one day. That's when it gets to a yes. little bit of a larger scale. But that's definitely where I want to go. Very cool. And then what about the design? Like, I think the initial one, correct me if I'm wrong, it was the green one with okay to rest or like the design in the back. Like, who did the design? Is that all you? Yeah, so that was all me. Um, it was definitely, let's see, yeah, it was definitely a very standard design. It was just something I did in like mm-hmm. Illustrator. For this past launch, I did use a designer just to help me like format the hoodie. It's like the hoodie with the universe kind of position. Mm-hmm. Um, just because Adobe Illustrator is very hard to use. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so all the words and the colors and kind of the spacing is on me but I've definitely like needed a little bit of support so how do you how do you find like a lot of people right now are launching loungewear or, like not even new companies but older companies are starting to think I'm going to release sweatsuits because that's what everyone wants to wear right now so how do you find yourself like trying to keep original and desirable when there's been like the market's been really saturated with loungewear yeah I mean it's definitely in a year like this past year everywhere has mm-hmm. been into them which is awesome I mean I think just staying true it sounds so cliche but just staying true to your authentic self and like what you would want to wear and what you feel motivated to put out I think is the biggest thing I mean I I get a lot of inspiration from like vintage kind of university stuff that's where my biggest drive is but yeah just staying true to like what I want to wear and what I want to see I mean these collections are definitely like staples in my closet (laughs) I wear them every day yeah and I would say like it's not I wouldn't say okay to rest is just like a like a clothing company accessory company I think it's a lot more it's you're building this community you know Mm -hmm. of uh, this movement of you know making it normalizing rest and you know not the the whole hustle culture going against that so yeah how has it been like for you just kind of building that community seeing people wearing your clothing your hats like how does it make you feel it's unreal it's real it's it's a thing I don't think that will ever get old Mm -hmm. just 
the thought of people putting their trust and like their money to me and trusting me with something that's coming from my heart that I've worked so hard on like it's unreal I was posting on my stories the other day I was at the beach and I saw two hats like go by and I was just like that's that's me that's 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 me yeah it was a wild feeling I was so overwhelmed I was like wow like people are people are digging it and I have friends who are constantly like yeah like I saw two hoodies today I saw Kuna go by and it's just yeah even when I see people on social media posting it's just a wild feeling (laughs) that must be amazing and so how did you how did it grow is it all just from friends and is there anything to do with like influencer marketing or do you mind just talking about like how you've kind of grown it Mm -hmm, for sure so most like starting it out I didn't really reach out to any influencers or anything my friends have made amazing content and have been so supportive um but this last capsule I did reach out to several kind of youtubers and influencers that I admire and I had a really amazing feedback from them just being so stoked being like yes like send them my way I'm like okay mm-hmm. and even that it's because I don't do any other kind of advertising it's been really great like for me and for the brand to get this kind of stuff and even just yeah like scrolling or going onto YouTube and seeing people upload videos just wearing my stuff it's like okay like (laughs) it's not just for like one little guilt story or something when they receive it like they're actually enjoying the stuff and yeah it's it's wild it's a really yeah totally and I think have you had uh three launches or two launches just two Two launches. I yeah. This, when you launched, I think it was a few weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh my god, I need to get my hands on like the new sweatsuit." It was gone, <laughs> literally yeah. so quickly, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> it's yeah. so quickly." Yeah. Were you expecting that? No. I every single time. I I mean, it's been twice, but I even like in every stage of like building the capsule, like purchasing numbers, I always downplay it because I'm always like I don't want to be stuck with a basement full of stuff that doesn't sell like we'll see but it's yeah it's definitely something that I think about a lot and worry about but mm-hmm. it's just so much it doesn't matter like how many people are like oh my god setting my alarm I'm so excited there's still that kind of voice in your head telling you no like nothing's gonna sell but it's yeah the it's been amazing the support that I've received it's totally yeah and just the same with that like being able to like build a community there's so many people that I never would have met any other way and having them reach out to me and tell me how much they've been affected by like my words and my stuff Mm -hmm. yeah I talk a lot about imposter syndrome imposter syndrome with my guests um, on my podcast and I do have a lot of females but I do have males as well but it's really interesting most of the females will say yes (laughs) I experience all the time even the super successful ones they're like yeah I still do I'm like is this ever gonna end and then the males on the other hand are like yeah no I don't think I've ever experienced that (laughs) so it's interesting to see that dynamic but I I relate that you can you can feel that but you're doing something so incredible you should be really really proud of yourself that's so sweet (laughs) (laughs) yeah and yeah you wonder if it ever goes away like Mm -hmm. 5,000 followers, 500,000 followers, like yeah. if, it, if it ever changes, but I don't know. I know maybe on the bright side, it keeps you maybe <laughs> humble or keeps you in check. Like that's what I'm trying to think of. <laughs> yeah. It keeps you down to earth, keeps you grounded. Yeah. yeah for 
sure. So are you, are you doing all the shipping and like, who's, do you have a team to help you? Do you have your parents, like siblings, friends, or like who's doing all the orders? Mostly me. It's mm-hmm. honestly just out of my basement right now. We have a room that's just like all boxes and like shipping stuff. I find it quite therapeutic, like packaging and doing all that. But definitely like the business side, being a super sensitive person, it can be hard to be confrontational and stuff when you need to kind of speak up for yourself. My mom's been a huge help with that. (laughs) Like my mom and my boyfriend both are very much the opposite of me, Mm -hmm. which is like a miracle because when I have to go kind of talk to someone on the phone and be confrontational, it's like I would rather go like... (laughs) (laughs) No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And um, yeah, so they've really, really supported me on that front. And I mean, I like probably wouldn't have the platform I do if it wasn't for my friends constantly advocating for it and shouting it out. So I'd like to say it's just me, but it's definitely a group. Mm-hmm. But for like physical shipping and designing and all that, it's it's just me right now. Wow. Amazing. So you're still in school. So how are you balancing doing it all? I mean... We're still figuring that out. (laughs) It's, I definitely have like tried to find, there's lulls in both. So like with the capsule, like there are definitely a few weeks when everything's in production that I have to kind of chill, which is like what I'm kind of in right now. Um, And same with school, like you'll kind of go through weeks, but I had had an exam like the day after launch that I completely forgot about. And I was on my like 15th hour of packing and I got my notification. It's like exam ends at like 12 p.m. tonight. I'm like, okay (laughs) (laughs) oh no fine but I mean there's always gonna be stuff like that 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 happens but just day by day figuring it out wow good for you yeah (laughs) yeah so where do you see the brand okay to uh okay to rest in the next few years or where do you kind of see yourself I'm I'm not sure I'm still still figuring that out I mean like I was saying before I would absolutely love to be able to start manufacturing clothes here and like making my own designs and getting it a little bit more widespread but I really hope that I can continue to like make a community that's more than just clothing I can help kind of start this conversation and yeah just have a space where people can come if they're feeling not so great because we know social media is (laughs) as good as it is like what it can do for things it's definitely it's like the breeding ground for yeah, just seeing everybody's chosen snapshots of their lives all the time. And that mm-hmm. can get so tough no matter how like aware you are of how yeah. fake it can be. It can be like really can really affect you. Like those midnight scrolls of your like homepage and Yep. I'm guilty of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> just be brutal and <laughs> just yeah. get you into these such like dark holes. Yes. Um just like yeah constantly seeing what they say like it's their highlight reel but it can be so hard to see through that in the moment and just seeing what everybody's doing all the time and achieving and growing I just hope I hope to kind of offset that and it's kind of be there to remind people that it's not always real life and like it's okay to not always feel like you're going through super insane growth all the time Mm -hmm. like what social media can kind of can show Yeah. And I think not a lot of people are really sharing that. Like some people will say, remember, it's a highlight reel, but no one's really kind of showing like going up there. And like, you know, like, let's say if you're like fully like crying or having a really bad day, no one's like likely like you don't want to shove a camera in your face being like, hey, this is me. So 
Yeah. Exactly. That's so tough. And it can be so easy to, well, for me at least, to like tell people how to do it. But then when it comes to me, it's like, oh, but not me. Like, yeah. love your body, <laughs> love your face, all that. Yeah. But then when it comes to me, it's like, uh-uh. But it's mm-hmm. just it's always that thought. It's like, if you wouldn't say it to someone else, your friends, like, why are you saying it to yourself? Why are you being exactly. so harsh on exactly. yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to be constantly reminded because it's tough. 100%. And for yourself. Yeah. Cause I'm usually that friend that's like, I'll support you. You look great. Whether that's like (laughs) body confidence or having like a bad day with your mental health. But then yeah, exactly with myself. I'm like, I should be like the friend that I, I should be a good friend to myself. Like the friend that I am to my friends, because you know, if you don't treat yourself like a friend in a way, you know, it's, it's not really good. You're kind of like damaging to yourself. So absolutely. Yeah. And I think about like me talking to like my 14 year old self too. Yes. How, yeah. It's just <laughs> interesting how mean we can be to ourselves and yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, on a lighter note, um, I was hoping to end the episode with a few rapid fire questions. I've been doing this segment. So are you, are you game to do it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Hi guys. Thank you so much for listening. I just want to remind you that if you like this episode or any of my podcast episodes, please subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps other people find it. And you can also follow me on Instagram at wellnowwhatpodcast. And also, you know, I'm accepting sponsors again. So if you're a company or, you know, a company that's wanting to work with me or collab on the podcast, don't be afraid to reach out. Just check me out on Instagram. Okay. Now back to the episode. Um, okay, first one. What is something that you do now that you never really did before quarantine? I don't know. I was a very like schedule oriented person before mm-hmm. quarantine. And now I mean, I have the privilege to do a lot from home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been really kind of just having a little bit of a looser schedule and allowing myself to kind of be intuitive with it and listen to my body and say like, if I don't want to get out of bed for a couple hours today, I'm going to I'm going to listen to that. And before quarantine, like we had workout classes, we had parties, we had all these things that we were kind of, not everybody, but we were kind of expected to, to do yes. and to show up for. And now that we don't have that, it's kind of like, oh, like we can live without these things. It sucks mm-hmm. for like balance for a lot of people who charge their batteries being social, but there's this way that we can kind of just listen to ourselves and slow down if we need to slow down and vice versa. So I think that's been, it's been a big thing. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. So who would be kind of your uh, dream collaboration? And I mean, and like, let's say it's your favorite person in the world wearing okay to rest sweater, hoodie, sweatsuit. Like who would that be for you? Oh gosh. <laughs> think about this. As for like internet personality, like style icon, I've been loving Emma Chamberlain. She's like, yes. she's made me so happy. She's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Just like so insightful for her age and just like the Mm -hmm. stuff that she's gone through at Mm -hmm. such a young age being in the spotlight with that many people that that many eyes on you for that time in your life I think she's Mm -hmm. awesome oh gosh this is hard (laughs) (laughs) Emma's pretty good though I I love watching her videos like she could go on for like literally two hours just like making food or sitting on the couch and I'd probably still watch her (laughs) she's great she's yeah she's really cool I'm trying to think of someone who like is a little bit more (laughs) with it but um I mean there's a lot of like online therapists that I would be so honored to see but I've had a few like I reached out to quite a few like local Mm -hmm. therapists and stuff who um 
I've like just wanted to kind of start conversations with and they've been amazing so it's definitely that kind of platform that I Mm -hmm. love to like stay intertwined with and (laughs) um what is your personal favorite okay to rest item oh honestly everything from this last uh capsule is awesome definitely the gray over the black because the black can get so fuzzy and like Mm -hmm. (laughs) the gray Mm -hmm. is just like the go-to every day it like hide stains very well so nice (laughs) (laughs) but yeah just the words on the back too like the things that I've like connected to that for sure yeah it's all great it's all stuff that I like live in the shirt's awesome too (laughs) yeah very very me it's just yeah with the shirt like having this whole life of people telling you like how sensitive you are and like suck it up and stop crying and like all that fun stuff it's definitely a good good reminder for sure yes um what is your favorite travel spot travel spot oh so sad right now right now it's just the island (laughs) we were saying like how at ease I feel going there so relaxed there yeah you got the restaurants you got you got the people but you can still get away and you feel like you're somewhere different for Mm -hmm. sure but if we were traveling, I'd love to be in Italy right now. <laughs> me like too. Me too. Second stuff is <laughs> again. Yeah. For sure. Love that. Okay. And I guess a last question. Um, what is something that you're really loving now? So usually on my account, I'll do like Friday faves and I'm hoping to maybe include something that you're really loving. That could literally be a book, a person, a podcast, whatever. So what is something that you're really loving right now? Mm-hmm. What is a book called? I just finished this book on highly sensitive people. I don't mm. have the title of it right now, but it's it's been so insightful into everything really? because mm. there's technically like highly sensitive person as a term now in psychology okay. and it's a fairly new kind of thing, but it's there's been a lot of research going into it the last like decade or so. And it's just it's been really refreshing to read and like understand where certain things have come from and certain feelings come from and just knowing that you're not alone in it knowing that so many other people are going through the same kind of stuff like on a lighter note what's like what's something I've been into what have I been into I've been really into like the throw like the throwback now like 2010 indie songs that yes I loved when I was like 13 and 14 it's brought me like brought me a lot of comfort like all the old vampire weekend and stuff like that it's been like it's been good I don't know (laughs) that's great that's great I I can agree with that kind of music like sometimes when I'm like in a mood I'll literally just find like a twilight playlist or like the music they played and I'm like in a like I'm driving the car and I'm like oh this is like this is hitting the spot this is really good (laughs) the twilight soundtrack is unreal Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Claire. It was lovely chatting with you, learning more about your brand and obviously meeting you online. So can you let the audience know when your next launches, where they can find you, find okay to rest, just plug her, plug her away. Um, so we're just okay to rest.com right now. Most updates and everything are just on okay to rest on Instagram. Um, next launch hopefully should be beginning of June. I was gonna do another pre-sale, but I was like, it just it cuts it too close with the next capsule. So, lots of like familiar stuff, a few new things. I'm like, I'm very stoked! Thank you. Oh so my much. god, amazing! Awesome. Of course, of course. 
And that was Claire Hacker. I'll put all her links into the show notes so you can check out OK to Rest if you haven't already. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.